You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcast on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook, NGSC Sports. We never stop. Are you looking for a place to listen to your favorite music and sports? Look no further. WLSN, the Lieb Sports and Music Network, is a web-based music and sports network. Our network was created to provide authentic, high-energy entertainment through live streaming to a national audience. We play popular music while hosting podcasts from all over the world. Curious? Check us out on the web at LeapSports.com. That's L-E-E-I-B sports.com. Or find us on the TuneIn Radio app. Got Alexa? Just say, Alexa, play WLSN on TuneIn. WLSN is America's number one blog-themed sports and music network. Hey, everyone in. Let's go. Huddle up on three. One, two, three. Huddle Huddle up. up. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. will keep the offense out there in a fourth and goal from the one. You want Philly food? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. I would feel better at this point taking the three points. Here we go, here we go, here we go. And if you make it, it's great. But hey, if you don't you make it, it's a big momentum swing. Philly special. Philly special. Ready? Here we go, here we go. Goes directly to Clement. Clement reverses it. And it's a touchdown by Nick Foles. Let's go. Russian three, dropping eight. Uyangalale steps up, loads and throws. It's caught, it's pitched backwards, up in the air, it's on the ground, still in Clemson's hands, and now it is down. It is over, and the Irish have knocked off number one Clemson. And now, welcome everyone to the Huddle Up Podcast. We did it our way, baby! We did it! We did it! We did it! Hello everyone, welcome to Huddle Up Podcast. We are live. It is Tuesday night, December the 7th, 2021. We are glad to be with you. A uh, a full group here, a full panel uh, for this Tuesday night. And we have uh, tons, tons to talk about. And Kyle, before you even say it, Hopefully in less than a month when Marcus Freeman gets his first win as the head coach at the University of Notre Dame, I will replace the Mike Tirico clip so you don't have to hear it anymore, okay? 
Actually, the Magtarico clip, you got to tell, I mean, listen, I was, I was set, I was, I thought I was going to be late because Santa was coming by in my mom's neighborhood and the grandkids and and be Santa and all that. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I was all set up for the Philly Philly side of it. And, you know, if you were going to give me hell, if I was late, I'd be like, oh, look, you boo Santa Claus too, Cowboys fan. It'd have been great. But but fortunately, you know, no trash talk because uh, listen, apparently Jim got something off his the Christmas list, but he had to come out swinging. I will say this, Jim, you could very well put that clip of him being introduced to the team in there, and I would have zero beef whatsoever for the next three years. You know, you're probably right, and I and I probably should have already done that. So when I do it, I will give you the credit, not the guy sitting next to you. He gives us fuel. He gives us fire. He gives us that which we desire. Our resident tool, EJ Christian. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing tonight, brother? I'm 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 looking forward to tonight's show. Um, I've been on here about two weeks, and we, a lot's happened in the last two weeks. So let's get to it, man. Yeah, it certainly has. Matt joining us uh, back here, sitting above EJ. Matt, how you doing, bud? I'm doing well. I'm above EJ, that's where I should be. In the pecking order. Um, coming out fire today, buddy. Let's talk real quick, though. I wish I was on the show last week. I could have talked shit about the, us beating the Eagles, but we won't go there. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Like, I don't we, think I've come on and said the Eagles are a good team, so I mean, congrats for being a bad but, team. But, Matt, the question is, are they in your top ten? That's what I want to know. <laughs> of course they are. We will get there in about an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> oh, side note, I got to give credit to our resident, AJ Hawk. First of all, you forgot the damn stogie again, Matt. Second, um, yeah. <laughs> I love that Uncle Rico's on the field for you guys that he served you well this past week. What can I say? Yeah. You're welcome. Nice, nice to have a passing quarterback this week. Whoa! Oh, I, tried, I tried to say something. Damn! Still fired. Are, we, are, we, are we now Uncle Rico all day? Are we, are we Uncle Rico, Team Rico now going forward? Oh, I, listen. Yeah. No, but like it's fun to see him do good because Uncle Rico, dude, come on. Right. I mean, let's not get let's not get crazy about it. Like, <laughs> he's, I, a, he's a serviceable serviceable backup, like the starting quarterback for the team is currently. I think both of them are great in relief, but neither one I think are franchise options. Yeah, I, I asked my team leader at work today because he's an Eagles fan. I said, uh, "Is it uh, is it is it Minshew mania in Philly?" And he goes, "Oh God, no." <laughs> <laughs> so he knows what's up you know i was just messing with him but um I'm, I'm switching it around a little bit because i figure why don't we just start with with what is probably the biggest uh piece of discussion and that's the college football playoff the matchups are set the new year's six uh matchups are set um so let's start with it obviously cotton bowl um is number one alabama versus number four cincinnati uh, that'll be New Year's Eve at 3.30 on ESPN. The Orange Bowl, number two, Michigan, versus number three, Georgia. That also New Year's Eve at uh, 7.30 on ESPN. The rest of the New Year's Six Bowls, Peach Bowl. Michigan State versus Pitt. Fiesta Bowl is uh, Notre Dame versus Oklahoma State. Rose Bowl, Ohio State, Utah, and Sugar Bowl, Old Miss, and Baylor. Um, okay, so let's start here. One through four, Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, Cincinnati. Um, Let's start here. One four, Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, Cincinnati. Why am I getting echo? Um, Matt, let's start with you. Do you think the committee got this right? I do not. Okay. What did you think the top four should be? 
Um, I thought it should have been can't believe I'm saying this. Michigan number one, <laughs> um, Alabama two, Cincinnati wow. three, and Georgia at four. Okay. Wow. Uh, EJ, do you think the committee got yeah. the top four right? Oh, they got it. They, they got it right. That on one through four. Um, I saw a, I saw a graphic when they were announcing the, you know, the teams before they announced the top four teams, and then you know, Alabama, the, the the strongest schedule versus Michigan one and two. So, it's, um, other than that, I mean, Georgia three makes sense. I know I know people here were saying that maybe it should be lower because of this, but no, Georgia Georgia should be number three. 64. I mean, right. They got it that on. I'm just, I'm just glad since he got in personally. Thank God. Uh, Kyle, I know this has been a, obviously a big talking point throughout the season. If right. Cincinnati, yeah. if Cincinnati finished the job, finished 13 and zero, would they get in? They did at number four. Do you think the committee got the top four, right? So, um, first of all, I, I could, I could sit where Matt sits. And if it came out that Michigan was one, um, instead of Alabama. Um, I'm cool with that. I'm not mad at what they did. But Jim, I will go after your wording. Not because it's you, Jim Neese, who said a bunch of crazy things on Twitter. I'm joking. I'm on um, many things. Um, I mean, if I'm and, not going to be crazy on Twitter, where am I going to be crazy? Let's start that. Clay Travis. So I say, go. Oh. <laughs> oh, can we not derail Jim while I'm in the ma- middle of giving a somewhat lofty? And he's gone. And he's gone. Please step aside. Oh, he's back from the green room. That didn't take long. Um, listen. Um, thank you for putting me back in my spot. You, you are I welcome, belong, sir. I belong in the Georgia spot, not in the Cincy spot. I'm just saying. And speaking <laughs> of the Cincy spot. Listen, guys, you've heard me preach my lack of faith in the community. I've been the naysayer, and I, I've even pitched to, to Jim before that we have a Kyle is right and Kyle is wrong segment, simply because I foresaw that this might happen and I would need to speak to it. But as I've said here, I feel like the, the committee got um, – I'm going to say that the rankings are correct. I'm not here to say the committee got it right, and let me tell you why. There is no other – result they could have been put forth that made any damn sense now granted our homer in the upper left corner might disagree with me but the fact of the matter remains that if you take all the evidence here that we have in front of us they could do literally nothing else for these four teams and um, maybe again the placement might have been different but these four teams were it their hands were forced there are more statistical anomalies here than you've seen in any other place in college football. This season's been absolutely nuts. The committee didn't get it right. The universe <laughs> compelled them to. Um, Here's the deal. I think the Uh-oh. top four teams are the top four teams. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I think Michigan probably should have been number one. Um, if, if you if you look over the last month of the season, particularly the last two weeks of the season, I think Michigan what Michigan did over the last two weeks was more impressive than what Alabama did over the last two weeks. If you look at individual games, you want to obviously Georgia was number one throughout the season. Yes, beating a number one team is more impressive than beating a number thirteen Iowa. But I think what Michigan did over their final two weeks, I mean, if 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 Auburn's running back goes out, doesn't go out of bounds two weeks ago, 
we're not talking about Alabama in the college football playoff. Or at least, especially uh, not, or at least not at number one. Okay. It, at least not at oh, number one. They're still uh, in, yeah. They're I get it. I, I, yeah, but you know, at the like, end of the day, you just, you just said it. Georgia. We literally – I don't think anyone on this panel picked Georgia to, to lose that game. No. Nobody. There we go. And not only did Bama win the game, they won that game running. That's a state. Yes. And, and, and that's the thing. We, we all don't like Alabama. We get it. But they beat the best team in college football. Well, you know. <laughs> But they beat that team in a close game. They were down to nothing. That was it. And then after that, the game was over. They just ran with it. I mean, that's the thing. They came, they made a statement, and that was it. But I, I think automatically awarding one, like one win, makes you a little bit more of a victim of the moment, too. I, but I, it's also a massive win, though, Jim. It's it's the best win of the year against a team that we saw was from pillar to post the best team in college football get dominated. Okay, and and another underrated uh, point of that game too, though it was a neutral side game. Let's be real; that that's kind of a built-in advantage for Georgia too. It, it was in Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when okay. go further than that. I mean, but I mean, every everybody wants to to walk around. You know, all year you hear about signature wins, yeah. this and that. What was Georgia's signature win? What was okay? Hold on, we're gonna do no, that. No, no, but I'm just I'm I'm just asking a question because if if, if we're talking. If if we're if we're if we're gonna talk if we're if we're gonna talk about you know a, a clear cut resume and again I'm not denying that all season Georgia should have been number one I'm not I'm not I'm not questioning that so Jim here's what you've done though effectively you've taken Clemson then out of the top four as well because their signature win is Notre Dame and we've talked about their lack of a signature win and they probably shouldn't be five if you're using that logic. So now you've collapsed the entire top four. And if that's your goal, cool. But if you're going to talk this ish, bring your team into the fold, they need to be there too. All right. I, my, my whole my whole point is 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 everybody everybody wants to, to prop up one week of Alabama with without ignoring the the, the rest of the, the season. Like they they're trying like it could have gone either way. To and, and the thing I said, I've I've said it. On Twitter, I'll say it here. It, it, to me, it didn't necessarily matter who was one and two and who was three and four. To me, I thought if you're gonna if you're gonna do the if you're gonna do the rematch or hope for the rematch or whatever, like I I think the rematch should happen right away. I don't think the rematch should should be the target of the national championship, which is what it feels like the committee did. Right. Well, but, and that's and that's what we're saying. I think, and I said it too. That Michigan, that number one, makes sense. Like, I'm not mad that they didn't put Alabama at uh, at one. I'm, I'm, or excuse me, at two. But that Michigan being number one makes sense. And I'm, and the more we talk about, you know, them being the ones that took Oak, uh, Ohio State out of the process for the, you know, Ohio State's been in a number of these playoffs. That shouldn't matter. Right? Yeah, the Oregon help with that. Oregon did help with that. They'll be honest, you. Um, yeah, Alabama, Alabama lost to Texas A and M. So, okay. if, if if we're gonna, if, you know what I mean, like if, if we're talking, you know, Ohio State, if Purdue. if Oregon didn't help Ohio State, which didn't help Michigan, like Alabama lost to Texas A and M, who's now sitting at twenty five. I mean, so again, if you want to start numbers, but because because numbers game that at this point, one right. loss, two loss. I mean, Ohio State didn't lose Oregon; they crashed this party too. But reality is, what else here in this situation is that 
Alabama beat the best team in college football by a by miles. And that's what's the separation between the, 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 the two at this point. And like I said that the graphic they showed on ESPN during the selection show, Alabama had a stronger schedule by Michigan by one slot. And that was the difference. It was, it's not a so big difference so, in the two. So, but, yeah, right. And you, so you're splitting hairs there. Again, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily have an issue with Bama at number one. I don't. I, Michigan could have been one. Alabama could have been one to me. I think the bigger argument is three and four, if anything. No, I can't stand up on that. Like, uh, listen, here's what I'm at. In comparison, Kyle, I'm saying to this this one. I don't agree. I don't agree at all. Uh, You know, I've explained how Notre Dame being manufactured to a certain height over and above not having a conference championship is ignored. And that's the signature win for Cincinnati, whose schedule is straight trash everywhere else. Why is Notre Dame even discussed right at this point, though? That, that, that I don't get. We'll go back to Notre Dame. The Notre, why Dame... Notre Dame's in the discussion is because they're their Cincinnati's signature win. Pay attention, Ernest. Damn, yeah, son. but it's okay. But they, they Cincinnati beat Notre Dame and they're they, in. And that's he's the, not the saying they're he's not saying they're in the top four discussion. Yeah, I'm okay. not. But okay. if listen, Julius, I, I I know you're tired from from multiple podcasts and all this other yeah, stuff, and you're gonna have to pod with me later, and I'm gonna dunk on you like Shaquille O'Neal again because you don't know football, but. <laughs> You call me you call me Chris Dudley. I did. It's pretty great. Um, at least he. Well, we know for a fact Chris Dudley won't be in your top twenty-five podcast. Oh, come so, on, Jim. Where's the pig? Okay. Hey. <laughs> Ding. And poor Matt's like, I gotta watch this showy fat guy again. Jesus Christ, I could have been smoking this cigar out there. Um, no, what I'm getting at is. Of all the years to have gripes and complaints, with this one, right. I'm sorry, I don't see it. Um, now, Jim, I yeah. am with you. I pr- would have preferred to see that game that you're talking about, the, the SEC rematch be a semifinal, and you placed, you and Matt both placed the teams thus. But, you know, I, I think what makes it complicated, we mentioned Ohio State is the big win. What about the Purdue loss? Right, I misspoke myself earlier. Is a Purdue beat Ohio State? That's not accurate. I mean, that that has to matter too. If we're going to have that conversation about Texas A&M, then we're going to have that conversation about Purdue. Who did Purdue right? beat? Um, Michigan here. State. Well, Michigan. Yeah, Michigan, Purdue beat Michigan State. Michigan's only losses to Michigan State, Michigan, which isn't Michigan a bad State, loss. Right. right, but Michigan State lost to Purdue. So how much value is right? That again, and and that's where I'm saying you 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 start to you start to dig into it. And the only reason I brought that up is because. You know, EJ brought up the Oregon, which hurt Ohio State, which is trying to hurt Michigan. So it's it. You know, again, you're you're you're, you're playing a deeper yeah. numbers game when you, when you start to go down that rabbit hole. Hey, I can make a you're the one that told the bald guy he was splitting hairs, unironically. I can argue that had Ohio State not lost, might have cracked this four. I I mean, they wouldn't have been in the Big Ten championship still, so. Yeah, they still would have been out of the Big Ten title game. Well, but, but there is there is precedent though for that though. Alabama didn't play SEC title game a couple years ago, and they still got into number four. Well, that's Alabama. That, that's gonna, I was going to say that's the <laughs> hey, that, that's God's <laughs> conference, EJ. That's hey, not the Big Ten. It's not the same. So no, no, but, no, what I'm, no, no, no. What I'm saying is that Alabama didn't play a conference championship game and still got into the playoff. So you're saying right. Ohio State Alabama. would have gotten in over Cincinnati? Because those schools get more respect than anybody else. They, they'll get longer leash. So oh, they don't, they don't make conference championship, but you know what? They might still get in depending on how things fall out. And Alabama, I think 2017, 2018, got in that way. 
because other teams didn't take care of business. If you're going to talk right. that stuff, you've got to be intellectually honest about it. Unlike right. Kirk Kirk that, who's trying to claim that the process is fair right. because Cincinnati got in. I had to take and that shot. Things, I'm sorry. Ethan. And things did kind of happen this weekend that, you know, Oklahoma State won their game against Baylor. Well, the goal line, maybe they could have crashed the party, and Notre Dame had a case too. I mean, but so, like I said, things. If Ohio State only had one loss, I'm not saying Cincinnati would not gotten in, but I don't think Ohio man, State would have had. A, I don't think Ohio State would have had a had a case over Cincinnati when they got their blo- doors blown off by no, Michigan no, at the I end agree of the year. Should have gotten in anyway, but the committee loves certain schools. There's certain schools they love. Ohio State's one of certain schools. <laughs> they love Alabama. They love Clemson. And he fucking shows all of Ohio State. You know this. He's not wrong. I'll give him that much credit. There's consistency. They are up there on the on the committee's list for sure. So, do you, I mean, do you think if Oklahoma State had beat Baylor, then they're in over Cincinnati? I say no. I think they would. I think common sense would. I I would have common sense would have shown through. That, that's, this is also why Kurt Herbstreit's tweet was kind of annoying. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll bring that up here in a second. Uh, Andrew says Ohio State already made the playoff without playing in the Big Ten title game. A- Andrew, I know you don't want to hear this, but that's because despite losing to Penn State, Ohio State was still the better team. And like right. like head-to-head, head head, like yes, head-to-head head is important to a degree. But like it, it's not a be-all, end-all argument. And that's why the committee earlier this year – put Michigan above Michigan State despite losing to them. Like, Michigan was a better team. Like, there's there's times that a team loses to a worse team. And, and you, you can – it's okay to evaluate that way. And it's okay to admit that. Like, Ohio State should have been above Oregon probably at, at points this year. Oregon eventually played themselves out like we knew they were going to. So, like, it, it does – you know, like, it doesn't – it doesn't matter. But they are who we thought they were. Like head to head doesn't doesn't isn't the only argument. Like it's certainly not the primary argument. No. But it should be way heavier if we're if we're talking about talking about, you know, inches here. That, that's the only Well it did I, it did weigh heavier <laughs> in matter. I mean it, it it weighed enough to keep Cincinnati in, obviously. Yeah, I was about to say who's number four? Who's number five? <laughs> like because head to head. Right. You know, and, and, and I think that the 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 teams were close enough because Notre Dame didn't have didn't prove because their their schedule didn't stack up the way it should have, they or, or the way it, or, way it could have in previous years. So they didn't have other wins to say, okay, this was just a bad loss. This was just a bad right. Saturday in October. You know, Notre Dame didn't have the if if Notre Dame had if they had three top fifteen wins or something like that, then that conversation probably gets a lot more a lot more creative. Uh, when it comes to the committee, but they didn't have it, and Cincinnati did what they had to do in early October. And last right. piece to answer Matt's very, very excellently poignantly, poignantly asked question, I would have to look at the committee at the committee member list again to see if there's any bias in the voting that would make it happen. That's my answer. So EJ, EJ brought up this. This is a tweet from uh, Kirk Herbstreet earlier. Uh, he said, after seven years of bitching and complaining from a vocal minority that the college football sy- playoff system is rigged and the, quote, small guy will never get a chance, haven't heard much from you the last couple of days. Everything okay? Uh, what's the next conspiracy theory? Can't wait, because that one is history. Um, yeah, a bad take, though, man. I it's mean, an come awful on, take, but the thing that I find funny is the fact that you said to him that he's better than that. He's not better he than is. that. Have you he listened is. to him? Have you listened to By him way, ever? 
By the way, by the way, by the way, like if UM, if the if the Miami Hurricanes turn things around in the next year or two, credit to Kirk Herbstreit for calling calling out the fucking school back in October. Oh, stop! I mean, I've been fucking years. I hate the Hurricanes. Doesn't matter. Yeah, sure you do, Rock fan. No, listen here. Uh, let me tell you. Wow. Kirk, well, me, bitch. Kirk Kirk Herbstreit did what a media man of his caliber is supposed to do. Sure. He got the hype going. One thing, I'm going to bring up 2018, me covering Mm -hmm. UCF for the second year, writing for Blue HQ, right? (laughs) During, I had to let that being resonate because I didn't hear the first part. Fucking Jim, bro, always, man. (laughs) During the bye week of UCF, when they were current, when they were undefeated at the time for 2018, right? Kirk Herbstreet, Joe Clapp. And there was uh, Paul Feinbaum. All went on UCF-based rants on how they should not be complaining about their ranking because they were, however, 20-plus games consecutively. And I mean actually consecutively, Cincinnati fans. They didn't leave out a loss in a bowl game like you are against Georgia this past season. Throwing it out there. Uh (laughs) And all we heard from Herb Street was, what about San Diego State, Minot State, Fresno State? On UCF's bye week, Clatt put him in his little top 10 for the week and talked about that. Feinbaum, well, hey, listen, Feinbaum's been a fan of putting UCF in his rants and, and, and making them an enemy since they beat Auburn. It's kind of his thing. Why would they do that in UCF's off week, gentlemen? To stir that pot, because 71,000 students and one of the the fastest expanding alumni base in the country moves that needle, baby. Exactly. (laughs) They went straight red velvet velvet on that one. Curb Street, when he went to the bounce house, suddenly, oh, I'm converted. UCF's a great atmosphere. I like this school. Blah, blah, blah. Cincinnati cracks it. Oh, conspiracy theory. I'm a purist homer again. You've been duped, bitches. No, EJ, he is not better than that. What he is better at is being a media man that sucked you in the think so in the first place. That means you, you mentioned Joel Klatt. Joel Klatt is a, one of the biggest college football provocateurs I think I've ever seen. Joel Klatt can at least back his arguments to some extent with, with data and analytics, and I appreciate that as a data man for a living. He's entertaining as shit, say that much. Um, hey, better than Bill Simmons. Um, any other thoughts on the playoff rankings, the top six, the bowl match? I mean, early predictions. We'll get to them um, at, when the games get closer. But but who do you think is your um, the finals matchup, and who do you think is your eventual national champion, Kyle? The national champion is America because they got a top four that even the committee couldn't screw up. Okay, that's my damn. No, Amen. Um, you know, at this juncture, it's hard for me. People can get pissed early on without doing more analysis and, and and seeing not not seeing some more things. It's hard for me to bet against Nick Saban at this point, right? This is like getting to the conference championship weekend in the NFL back in the early two thousands and seeing Belichick on there. Are you really going to bet against him? I'm not. So there you go. All right. Uh, who, who did, so who does Alabama play though? Who do they play? Um, not Cincy. 
Well, um, I mean, they'll they'll place they'll they'll beat Cincy in the in the semifinal. In the interest of of leading to a better weekend for our primary host, um, <laughs> I will say uh, that Michigan beats a mentally distraught Georgia team that can't imagine what they had done in the semifinal, and Alabama will face Michigan once again in the rematch from the 2019 season Super Bowl. All right, boom, EJ. I hope it's Michigan. Or not Super Bowl, Citrus Bowl. Sorry. I don't see it happening. I mean, can you bet against Bama at this point, though? I mean, did, was there anything in that game on Saturday in the SC title game that led you to believe that Georgia can find things to, to bounce back in if they play? No. Because I, I can't find it. God, no. I can't find anything. Any, any motivation. I can't find anything there. So, Bama, I mean, look, God bless Cincinnati. I'm glad they're in, in, in the, uh, in the uh, four, but this is where the party ends, man. I mean, Nick Saban still is still Nick Saban, and they'll find ways to, to figure that out. The Georgia Michigan thing is more interesting, though. Will there be residue coming out of this loss for Georgia? How and then how bad? Because Georgia, I mean, we we've seen Georgia all year long be this not just this great team; they've been dominant up to this point. Can they just turn it back on five, four, four weeks later? That's what I want to see. I mean, Michigan's a little better than Charleston State, but I guess we'll have to find out. <laughs> Michigan, Michigan is trending better. Like if you, if you ask me in a nutshell right now, who 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 should win this game? I probably say Georgia based on what I've seen all year long. But it, this in a little like two week bubble, both these teams are going in kind of opposite directions based on what we saw last time. It's another month before they play, basically, right? Yeah. So can you turn back on? I mean, is that thing going to residue into New Year's weekend? You know, what I mean, so I, first I'm, I'm with Michigan the whole thing. Number one, okay. Let's, let's be clear. But. If you ask right now, I'm I'm gonna lean Georgia for the time being. Maybe it's in mind, but before kickoff, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lean Georgia right now. They've been a better team all, all year. So, all right, Matt, how about you? Um, I think that the committee really wanted to set it up so we would see the Alabama Georgia rematch in the finals, and that's what we will see. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Matt, just because I'm curious about your point of view on it. Do you feel like? Georgia was more shooting themselves in the foot than Alabama was was dominating because I mean there were turnovers, right? Yeah, I mean I wasn't impressed with with the way Georgia played. I th- I think that they just set this up the way they wanted it to be, and I'm never ever going to pick Michigan to win a football game. <laughs> but I, we I do have it on the record. Time. You did think they should be the number one team in the country, so. Um, I did. Yeah. We'll, 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 but there's that. <laughs> we'll, we'll take that where it is. Virtual hug, Matt. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think I think Michigan has a great chance. Uh, you know, if, if they can play the way Who's they, their coach again, uh, Jim Harbaugh. Oh, okay. Okay. Khakis. Um, I'm sorry. We we have a problem with Jim Harbaugh now. No, he's great. Extended for 20 years. Okay. So I mean, you're, you're, as much as you Ohio people want to make this joke, okay. Maybe Michigan's doing as well as they are and not a complete mess because he's there. Anybody thought of that? Hmm. I'm just saying. Um, I watched, he's, he's arguably the best Beers quarterback in the last 30 years. I'm just saying. I, that's a, pretty <laughs> that's a, that's a whole other podcast, <laughs> um, my guy. We could call up G. Steele for that conversation. Uh, we had it already. Rockland. We had it already. Um, hey, Cutler. Yeah. <laughs> stop it. I know, I know I, that's I know. what he'd say, but stop it anyway. Uh Last thing, because EJ's silliness made me throw me off completely. What I was going to say, in a complete month of preparation before the game's getting played, who the best coaches is the factor. 
And what I've seen happen in the past, see, I'm going to lean in on the cogent point that I had because I'm going to remember it. Because despite EJ's best efforts to conjure GWSTWLIO, um, when they played in the Citrus Bowl two years ago, as I mentioned, there was no reason for that Michigan team to be in the game at halftime. And really, it wasn't broken up until the fourth quarter when Michigan finally was running out of tricks and smoke and mirrors that Harbaugh was putting on the field to keep it close. Time caught up with them, and they failed at that point. And Jim Harbaugh is the only reason I'm, that that had happened. Okay. So, you know, everyone keeps forgetting that before the COVID year, they were averaging nine and a half wins over four seasons. It's up there with, you know, another program that constantly wanted a guy fired. And yet he was the only coach in history at the time that had four seasons of double digit wins. Who, who was that again, Jim? I can never remember. Of, of, of BK. Thank you. Yes. It's Mr. Brian BK. Kelly, right. BJ. You tool. Southern, Southern Brian Kelly. Okay, we're gonna have this conversation about the coaches and the politics last. I, I thought we handled this last. We we time. will <laughs> we will get to a coach discussion. Um, I think if Michigan plays the way they did against Ohio State and the way they did against Iowa, I think they absolutely can and will beat Georgia. Um, I, Cincinnati's a great story. I would love for them to beat Alabama. You, we all know how I feel about Alabama, but man, I. I <laughs> I just don't see how it's going to be close, unfortunately. Um, and then you, you, we go from there. Uh, I will predict Michigan to win the title, but, you know, that's for my own personal Aww. safety. Adorable. <laughs> happy, happy spouse, happy house. That's right. Um, so, speaking of coaches, we were talking about Brian Kelly. We were talking about Jim Harbaugh. The coaching carousel. He's the whole rock. How you doing, honey? <laughs> <laughs> the whole uh, coaching carousel in college football. A week ago, Kyle and I were on talking about what was the, the breaking news of the week, and that was Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame to go to LSU, Lincoln Riley to USC. Now Notre Dame has found their man promoting defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman, retaining almost the entire staff uh, at this point. So the continuity stays at Notre Dame. Uh, Brent Venables goes from defensive coordinator at Clemson to Oklahoma. Mario Cristobal goes from Oregon to Miami. Um, The carousel continues to swing. Um, Out of these hires, Freeman to Notre Dame, Venables to Oklahoma, Cristobal to Miami. Uh, Which one of these hires do you guys like the best? Uh, EJ, I'll start over with you. Cristobal, the recruiting. He he, he improves recruiting. To Miami, that which is something they really could use moving forward. Um, hometown guy. I will say for the record that I think, as, as people here down in this area about the hire, you gotta show me something at this point now. We've gone through Mark Rick, we've gone through all these hometown that you know should be you made a splash and then they just do nothing. But I, I do feel like this hire, I, I think there's something there. I think there's something there. Um, he Chris Ball did a, actually a decent job at FIU point so i say that this hire definitely has the meet the the potential of a higher ceiling and given the fact that acc sucks anyway <laughs> not that hard to make a splash either the same same way i was saying about looking riley last two weeks ago about or whatever how long was it on i spoke about this looking riley that you know the bar is set lower to make a splash in the pac 12 same here with and the acc so i think the crystal ball hire is definitely the the biggest one of this recent uh uh string hire Okay, Kyle. You know, um, 
not to echo EJ, but I got crystal ball too, but it's more for a different reason. Now, you mentioned, I love that you mentioned, by the way, um, Lincoln Riley and USC is going to be interesting because the bar is so low there too. And basically USC is just going to show a lot, show up a lot and get beat around like Oklahoma used to. And while Venables are, I, I always have trouble saying his name. I'm sorry. It's not going to matter because he's basically going to be losing a butt ton in the SEC. Not Vanderbilt butt ton, but a butt ton nonetheless. <laughs> I mean, nobody um, loses like a Vanderbilt butt ton in the SEC. A Vanderbilt <laughs> butt ton. Like, that's, you know. That's, like hey, a, that's a unit of measure in the SEC. Yeah, exactly. That's a unit of measure. And here's a sample of how you use that unit of measure. EJ Christian is a fan of a Vanderbilt butt ton of teams. Anyway, so... <laughs> Fuck, love you. Um, it's I mean, what, seriously. Every, everybody, you do everybody. Have you seen your Facebook and who you cheer for? The only teams you don't cheer I think for you... are the Baltimore Ravens and the 49ers. And yet somehow you cheer for Jim Harbaugh earlier. I just can't understand this ish anymore. Um, oh, and the Chiefs. I forgot the Chiefs. Um, I'm forgetting everybody. Come on for me. I got to go pee. I got to go pee. <laughs> Okay, I have to go pee in a second, so go ahead. No, but uh, long and short, um, everything you said about Cristobal is awesome. What I love even more is that his hiring and all the buyout money and all the spending that's coming is what I find con um, compelling. Some of us may want to erroneously credit Kirk Herbstreet with it, but um, whoever the, the inspiration is or not, the fact that uh, – Miami is putting their money where their mouths are as a program, and that Crystal Ball's hire is a part of that is why I think it's the most compelling. If For the first time right. in 20 years, probably they've done this. So, yeah. Matt, easy answer? I mean, easy answer, sure. Um, I do like the Crystal Ball hire, though. I think that that was the smart move for them to make. Um, so thank you, Kirk Herbstreit, uh, for getting that <laughs> program back on the map. Um <laughs> I do understand why Venables would want to go to Oklahoma if it was five years ago, but knowing what we all know now and the direction that, that program is heading, I think that that might be a short-lived career as soon as they enter the SEC. Uh -oh. But we'll see. Um, and it's unfortunate to read of the number of players decommitting from LSU recently, given the splash hire that the program made. I just saw a tweet. It said, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. LSU recruits are decommitting faster than a Brian Kelly exit meeting. Oh! <laughs> Ooh, wow. Ooh. They've Ooh. lost, what, their, their starting quarterback and his brother, their top-ranked tight end, and their number one receiver. So, I, I'm not Ooh. the best at math, but that doesn't seem great. Addition seem by great. subtraction, maybe. It, uh, it doesn't <laughs> seem great. And, you know, like – I said it last week. I'll say it again. I, I will always love what Brian Kelly did for Notre Dame, but um, I'm not going to feel bad if LSU falls flat on its face. <laughs> Much as I love his Southern accent. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the, the Cristobal hire is is great for Miami, and, and I think, EJ, you had a great point, so congratulations for your first one this season. Well, one, one point. Um, one point is here. <laughs> I one point. say that, EJ, as mean as I am to you. <laughs> that is a disgusting act. Um, it's so funny. I, 
I, I get shots taken everywhere. Everywhere I go, I go on this show. I get shots taken. I go on three three count. I get shots there. I get fucking I mean, my own fucking show. I get shots taken. I, 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 I mean, it feels I, like there's a common element there, but maybe again, yeah, not the I, best I don't get it. Well, what, what, what is it about? Is it, it's like a bullseye here. This little fucking round face, adorable face, bullseye. I mean, I, mean, I, I guess like the, the the good thing, so to speak, about Venables to Oklahoma is they're gonna have to play defense when they move to the SEC. So maybe uh, that maybe that's the purpose for the hire, but. Probably not going to help him too much, at least while he's there, uh, anyhow. Um, but but I, I love the Marcus Freeman hire. I, you know, I think to, to stabilize the Notre Dame program a week ago when it looked like, I mean, the, the, the floor was falling out of the program and now to stabilize everything, retain the coaching staff, retain, you know, pretty much, I think I see, I've seen one decommit. Um, in, in, and they in, already visited him. Yeah. That and that was before the Freeman hire. Like that was the day right. after Kelly left. That was a week ago today. Um, you know, so so I, I am I am excited uh to see what Marcus Freeman can do. Yes, okay. Kyle. I I'm not doing this as a Notre Dame hate speech. So <laughs> please be clear on that. But like please be very careful sending that message to your fellow Irish faithful, okay? Um because here's the thing. You're asking a 35-year-old guy to, 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 to fill the gap of a dude who has, has said up front that Notre Dame is a tougher job, okay? This isn't a job that you should expect to keep for 20 years, is the precise quote. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what I don't like about the Freeman situation. We all had a fantastic moment. You heard me comment that that moment should be in your intro because it is a great moment. However, the bar is set on being able to do that with all the things that are in your favor. Brian Kelly just made you look like a GD hero by offering you the coordinator job at LSU right by his right hand, and the program's like, nah, stay here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then the players, he does he does the fantastic move of addressing him the way they did. And he's doing what he can. And, and listen, the guy's a likable dude. I've seen him on two different interviews with Dan Patrick and Colin Cowherd. And okay, and amongst those two, some of you guys like one of those guys. Okay. So all I'm saying is this. Let's make sure. And I'm not worried about Jim or Matt in particular in this. Like I said, I, I cited the Irish faithful, not you guys in particular. Sure, sure, sure. Despite your nuttiness on your Twitter account, you can be a reasonable fan on occasion, even though you still won't submit that the 2017 UCF team would beat Notre Dame that year. And it's not close. Um, triple overtime and picks. So the <laughs> that was twenty. That was twenty twelve. I mean, if we're gonna get years right, I know. Years but right. I feel like I was compelled to make that reference to while I was here. I mean, you know, it's like EJ saying you something suck. about yeah, jackass. <laughs> it, it'd be like you know EJ making a comment about penetrating the backfield and me not saying that's what she said. It would be disappointing for everybody. Okay, so I see all the above to say. Thank you. You like Kanye? The Kanye gift? Like, that's that's uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of the above being said, can we please manage our expectations a little bit? Okay. I expect them to do well. Maybe they'll get another double-digit win season. Again, for the first time by a coach in a while, not named Brian Kelly. Okay? (laughs) That could happen. Let's be careful. 
I mean, yeah, I'm not. Are- I'm not saying the guy's going to win a national championship next year. Uh, I, I'm. But there know- are too many Irish fans that are. Oh, part, pardon, pardon that. fans I mean, for that's... being excited after what could have been a a program crippling uh, move I mean, a week by ago. By all accounts, he was the top recruiter in the program last season. So I think that that's mainly the excitement levels because now you're going to see that at a larger stage sure. in terms of the coaching staff that he's going to put together. Um, let's set the bar. I typically set the bar every season at eight and four. Let's see what the the rosters look like next year, but that's a good season for me. See now again, didn't cite you or Jim, but that is a, <laughs> what we, that is what would be referred to as a reasonable expectation, ladies and gentlemen. Our local AJ Hawk, Mister <laughs> Matt here, has told you how to set a reasonable expectation, and I'm pointing the wrong way because I did. I, hey, I, I dare you. Hey, I dare okay. you. I dare you pronounce his last name though. I, I haven't ever seen his last name. <laughs> So that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt, dude. I just I have um, but um I don't want to do it. Do you want to give it a try, EJ? No, I want Calgary to try. <laughs> He's never Can seen I the name. Read the damn thing. It's Bulison, right? No. No. Bulison. Mealison. 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 Nice. Yeah. Mealison. All First right. time I tried to say it, I got it right. Let the record show that, EJ Christian. <laughs> you back off. Never mind. I'm not going to. All right. <laughs> um, you know, we, we've, we've talked about issues with, with preseason top 25 rankings uh, over the course of the show. Um, yeah. So I thought it'd be an interesting look to see the preseason top 25 versus the, the, the college football playoff top 25 that came out um, th- this past weekend. Now, um, 12 teams that were ranked in the preseason are currently still ranked of the, um, preseason top 10. There are, I believe it's one, two, three, four, five still in the top 10. Um, that being of course, uh, Alabama, Ohio state, Georgia, Cincinnati, Notre Dame. Um, but, but I, I, I think. It, it's wild to see. I mean, it's it's no surprise that if you're if you're set up from the onset for success, it is it is harder for you to get knocked out. If if you are not set up for success from the beginning of the season, it is much more difficult for you to to make that climb. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, your your preseason top ten was Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State. Georgia, Texas A&M, Iowa State, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, North Carolina. Um, the top 10, of course, Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Baylor, Old Miss, Oklahoma State, and Michigan State. Um, so five of your top uh, five of your top 10 teams currently were not ranked to start the year. So it, it, it's, it's an interesting um, – it's an interesting look, and to to me, I think that's what, uh, I think the the stat that they gave uh, over the weekend uh, after the Michigan win was like a point, a zero point two percent chance of making the playoff from starting the year uh, unranked. But, um, it you know, when you see Clemson, I mean, Clemson started three; they're down to nineteen now. Um, it, it just I, I just thought it was an interesting compare. Any any thoughts to? 
the the continued uh that seems high for Clemson. I I thought so too. I mean, not <laughs> nine and three in a terrible ACC. I, I I don't think should keep you in the top twenty five. But maybe I just hate Clemson. They must know something we don't, <laughs> or they just suck. And the ACC has had bias in their favor on the committee for some time now, gentlemen. Um, <laughs> if I may be so bold as to speak to our prowess compared to the committees. Um, I'm going to go through the teams that we called out looking at the preseason being an entire crock, a Vanderbilt butt ton of a crock (laughs) that we had called out. This is a thing now, isn't it? What's that? This is going to be a thing now going forward. Sure is. Uh, I think it's great. (laughs) Um, So we said Iowa State had no business where it belonged. I at least said North Carolina had no business where they belonged. We use the term Wisconsin's going to Wisconsin on this situation and in this particular piece. I think USC I think what's wild is the the almost the entire 10 to 20 is no longer in the top 25. So it was And we predicted Right, like North Carolina, USC, Oregon, USC. North Carolina, Oregon, Wisconsin, Florida, Miami, USC, LSU, Indiana, Iowa, Penn State, Washington. The only ones that are still ranked are Oregon and Iowa. They are 14 and 15, and that's probably too high. Coastal Carolina was a fun story, wasn't it? That was fun. That was fun. We all said that that was going to drop. We said that Texas was going to drop. So adorable, wasn't it? We said Michigan was going to – or excuse me, Washington was going to drop. We called most of these. Mm -hmm. Why can't they get it right? I think what's funny, though, a lot of these schools – there's a lot of of legacy schools here, too, that, you know, that would – they were positioned nice to make a run had they did their job. You know, this Florida, Miami, USC, LSU. I mean, hmm. very interesting. It's funny. I'm not it's sure almost why. like it's <laughs> intentional. It's amazing. And it's, what a year. And, and, but, and, and know, here's the thing I'm almost willing to bet that Florida with a new head coach will be in a preseason top 25. Miami. Next year. Miami Florida will be in a preseason. USC what? will be in a preseason top 25 next year. LSU, LSU will be in a preseason top 25 you know next year. Penn you know State won't? will not be in a preseason top 25 next year. You know who won't, though? Florida State. State. There we go. <laughs> well, they beat right. never. Yeah, I'm not going to take a look. At know. least they beat Miami, though. So. Wow, that'd be, that's a story rivalry, too. <laughs> it's, my, it's my favorite rivalry. Did you just, no, no, no. Did you just drop the story of rivals? I saw what you did there, Matt. You ain't smooth. <laughs> it's my favorite you rivalry. Play to win the game. Was that was that rivalry shown on, on ACC Network this year, or did they get on to, like, an actual network? Uh, the Hulu Plus, <laughs> I think it was on this Facebook year. Facebook Plus. ABC at three thirty. I'm surprised. Wow. Was, 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 was it a frisky game? <laughs> was any uh, was any other college football game on in that three thirty hour that no. week? Yeah, Notre Dame. <laughs> no, yeah. I think Notre Dame was a night game that week because they always and play night games. Yeah. Was Jacksonville State airing at that time? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I deserve it, though. We deserve I deserve it. that. Go you know, fuck right. yourself. Go <laughs> fuck yourself. Uh, it's all good, bud. Final, uh, final thing inside of the oh, wow. college football world for this week. Um, Heisman Trophy, among other awards uh, being presented uh, this week. 
Your four finalists are Bryce Young, quarterback Alabama, Aiden Hutchinson, defensive uh, defensive tackle, is defensive tackle, defensive end. I feel like they just fl- he flutters around. I, I forget exactly what position he plays. Uh, Michigan, Kenny Pickett, quarterback, Pitt, C.J. Stroud, quarterback, Ohio State. Um, who do you guys think is your – who's your Heisman Trophy winner, Matt? Sir, I mean, besides C.J. Stroud, obviously. I mean, that's the obviously, obvious one, yeah. right? <laughs> um, man, it's – I really don't want it to be young, but I think that that's going to be who it is. I, I would love to see – uh, you know, a defender finally do this, but it's not gonna happen. EJ, there's a Heisman race going on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it has like, kind of felt that way, right? Like, it's like the first year, really. I, I mean, it's been kind of downtrend the last couple of years, anyway. But like, there's a Heisman race. Like, no one really, unless I was not paying attention to what's going on, no one's talking about this shit. No, no one. I feel like it's it's been. I mean, they they mention it all the time. If you are unfortunate enough to have to watch a pit game, right? Then you'll hear about <laughs> Heisman candidate Pickett nonstop. ACC. ACC? Yeah. Mm. No, uh, it, it's it's, it's got to be Bryce, right? I mean, I don't see him. Go, I mean, after what happened this past recency bias, of course. You know, how can you go against him at this point? So. Whatever. I mean, he led them back against that tough Auburn team, too. You can't discount that. Oh, you got that one, too. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> Kyle. Holy hell, I'm in Florida and I need all this shade for tomorrow when the sun comes back up despite the winter. Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, um, listen, we all know it's not going to happen. Ever since the days in Dominican Sue was screwed out of the Heisman Trophy from single handedly winning a ball game. And other games for the hey, don't, don't, don't as, as a Sam defensive Bradford. tackle. In the, what was that? Don't talk to the Sam Bradford. <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. Too late. Um, <laughs> and that's over and above being a Niners fan. You know, my one team I tend to root for. Anyways, so um, <laughs> um, the fact that Indominus Sue didn't win uh, a Heisman Trophy as a defensive lineman at Nebraska is proof that it won't happen for the gentleman from Michigan this year. That's who I would give it to, especially for how important this defensive line has been to the success um, of Michigan and doing what Michigan hadn't done in years. And I don't mean mean just beating Ohio State, by the way. I mean, you know, the playoff. Um, But at the end of the day, Uh, ironically, as I prop prop up a blue – um, I think uh, I think it's uh, I think it's uh, Ohio State's quarterback that is going to win it. You think Stroud's going to actually win? Really? The I do think Stroud's going to win it. Jeez. Because I, I mean Alabama's known for defense and running, and and, and I have to give I have that much faith in humanity that they can see through um, what Alabama is. They're not they're not that passing team. I'm not. It's not. That super. one of us. What's that? That makes one of us. I don't, I don't see it, dude. I, I... Again, too much faith in humanity. It's okay. Listen, <laughs> I forgot there was a race just like you going on. I'm, I'm pulling this from the hip, okay? For the hip, son? From the hip, son? From the hip, son? Yeah, I mean, I look, Kenny Pickett, that's adorable. You have the most touchdown passes at Pitt. You know, good for you. Can I change my vote to anybody except him? Can we do that? You, you can do that. I'm I mean, he, he beat what Marino's record? Did yeah, Marino I mean, have good, it? you know, good for him. You know, goat. 
Great job, yeah, that, but that fake slide in the which one hundred percent that rule is there's going well, to be a rule change yeah, for next year. Addressed. Like a, well, a, I don't know though. It happening against Wake Forest, so who really gives a shit? Like if they <laughs> do that against like a, a team that like people watch consistently, then people be like, I can't do that. But since it's Wake, people are gonna be like, Shut up, Demon Deacons, nobody cares. It's not basketball, such a Wake sport. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that that role will probably change. I, I, it's it's not it's not Pickett's award. I don't think it's Stroud's award. Um, I mean, when another Heisman candidate shuts down your offense basically in, in its entirety in its final game of the year, um, I think that probably takes you out of the race. So I think it's 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 a two man race here, and I think it's it's Bryce Young and Aiden Hutchinson. Unfortunately. For for a lot of the reasons Kyle said, it's it's not going to be a defender, even if it should be. Um, like, yeah, they love their quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm I'm not. I you know somehow the 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 award for the best player in college football has become like the best quarterback or running back for the best team in college football, pretty much. Um, you know, which is unfortunate. So it will likely be Bryce Young. I think it should be Aiden Hutchinson. Well, you know what? I'm just thankful they don't make that mistake with the NFL MVP award. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> um, yeah, because like here and, and the, the, really the way I look at it is, I don't think Michigan gets here without Aiden Hutchinson. I think Alabama could still get here without Bryce Young. Indubitably, you know what I mean. It's, so, so to me, that that's what makes it, you know that that's what makes it easy um, for me to pick. But unfortunately, I I, I don't get a vote for that. Um, Oh, that's you why sure? that's your pick, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to vote for it more than some other people. Hashtag uh, Paul Feinbaum. <clears throat> anyway. Um, all right, let's let's uh, let's go to the NFL where you would think at some point as we're approaching near the end of this season, the, the, the playoff picture would begin to become a little bit clearer. Uh, Andrew oh, yeah. here says his, his vote uh, is for Hutchinson uh, as well. Amen. Um, but yes, uh, playoffs. Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? You playoffs. <laughs> um, the 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 picture is not getting any clearer. It's in 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 some ways, it's probably getting even even more clustered. I don't know, Jim. You say that, but EJ's top ten has been pretty consistent these last couple of weeks. Now, is that his top ten favorite teams or his power rankings? I, I've lost. I track. mean, they're one and the same, are they not? <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're the Seahawks on this list. <laughs> Who? Seahawks. Sea chickens. Um. So Woo! currently, currently in the uh, in the AFC, it, your division leaders: New England, Tennessee, Baltimore, Kansas City. Your wild card teams: the Chargers, the Bengals, and the Bills. In the NFC, you have the Cardinals, Packers, Buccaneers, Cowboys as your division leaders. Your wild card teams are the Rams, the football team, and the 49ers. Um, and I would run through the teams that are still in the bubble, but this is only a hour and a half ish, two hour show. <laughs> it's pretty it's everyone except for Definitely. Houston, right? Like Houston, Houston and the Lions have been eliminated. Houston is Houston is the only eliminated team. In the Everybody National Football League. Detroit has a chance still. Detroit has a chance still. The the Jaguars <laughs> still have a chance. That's true, because of that tie. They can still find their <laughs> way in. Campbell Nation, baby. The 110 and 1 Detroit Lions 
not eliminated mathematically yeah. yet. But how has Campbell's soup not jumped on this yet? Right? Insane. It is. It is absolutely insane. Um, but you know, again, we week to week, and I don't know if, if, if is this where we want to. Because I don't even know, like, I, we have to talk about the NFL, but, like, b- besides things, is, is this where we talk about EJ's top ten and, and, and bottom well, let me, five? Let me, well, we could do it in a second, but let me, let me just say this one. The only thing we can see right now, okay, so I, I said this a couple weeks on the show, and I, I, it still bears true to the NFC. There's definitely a tier. There's definitely a tier in the NFC. There's, there's a three-team tier right now between Green Bay, Arizona, and Tampa, tier one. Then you have, of course, Dallas and everybody else in the middle, Rams, all that. The AFC for the last five, six weeks has been has been a, a clusterfuck. You know, who's now you're starting to see a little bit of some separation, not a lot. Patriots big win last night. Best now the number one seed in the AFC. Of course, that's not defined, but you're seeing a couple of teams starting to separate a little bit, but you can't really for sure put your finger on it. Kansas City Chiefs also, but again. They've been so wonky the last five weeks, too. Also, even these wins that you can't necessarily pencil them into being the contender, the, the number one team in that conference. But so you, you at least have something going on. A lot of the shit going on right now is in, is in the middle down, all the way down. Everything from like three or four down in both conferences. Well, okay, when the NFC is four down, but in the AFC, it's definitely two, three down. It's it's a mess. It's a, it's a fun mess. All of a sudden, you got the Miami Dolphins are a game behind in the wins column behind for the seventh seed. I don't know where. So there's a lot. No, but <laughs> I'm making a case. I'm just saying what's, what's happening here. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. For you, that was less for you, Ernest. Now, granted, you have to remember that you do pose as a Dolphins fan on occasion. Oh, I don't know. So, I, I, I pose as a Dolphins fan every single game is once every four years. No, again, no, they play the Patriots no, twice. No, I keep having to correct no, shut you up. on this. Shut up. You must have been really <laughs> conflicted during the Miami miracle a few years ago. <laughs> Anyways, um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would even make oh, my boys, yo, yo, my boys showed out last night in the fucking Orchard Park. Just saying. Um, there you go. You need to be careful about calling. First of all, the first thing out the gate, we need to be careful calling the Patriots win a big win. I, I know, again, it's your team. You should be excited about that. Beating the Bills is a big effing deal, um, in the words of Joe Biden. But, <laughs> but the. The, the other pieces you have to remember, you're not always going to have a Northeastern crosswind to bail you out. Now, considering that the, the Bills play in the former Ralph Wilson Stadium, okay, that could be an issue again. You never know. But let's not go out there and act like that's an expectation you can make. All that does is set the table to do is being neutralized further by a better team when, you know, that comes to pass. Not guaranteed, obviously, but let's not forget crosswinds and a complete and total lack of running power prowess by the Bills' offense, uh, just being an issue, right? Real quick, Kyle. Funny stuff found out today from on my podcast that we find out tomorrow. Uh, the Pats are seven zero in the AFC. It's the AFC this year. Mm-hmm. And this, and who whom else have they played in the AFC? Worth note: Chargers, uh, Bills. Now, uh, what mm-hmm. was there? Who else? They I meant who else besides the Bills, right? Titans? No, the Titans do not. No, 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 say, no, do no, the no, Bills no. count as of note at this point? No, I'm saying that you ask me. Like, I get it's a divisional matchup. I mean, I think I think they should be at ten personally. If you, that, that's not the you, you die on the wrong hill. 
because there's a, die, a hill he dies on that's even more wrong. You know what I'm talking about, Matt. One might even say it's the chief hill that he dies <laughs> on. Anyways, I think there's a um, few bad hills, but we'll go. We'll, we'll get there. But uh, um, yeah, let, let's be careful with calling that a big win. But that being said, you and I said it last year, Ernest Christian, that the Patriots were a case of COVID away from doing this last year. Just saying. Or breakout of COVID, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I the, to me, the, I mean, the Patriots, not only because they're sitting atop, they, they, they look the best right now in the AFC. Like, I, I will agree with EJ on that one. Like, like they, 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 they look the best. They, they've, and they, 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 you know, they, they've run, they haven't lost since the, the, the Cowboys game. But there is a separation, though. There is a, there's a much separation right now between the Patriots and the AFC. That's my whole point. It's, uh, it's still a cluster. It's, there's still a cluster there. Yeah, and I don't know about look the best. Their quarterback completed two of three passes, so that, that that's was, good. That was also by design, though. Belichick made it very clear. Right. Yes, I'm aware that's by design. But let's keep in mind, 63-yard run and another 20-something yard mm-hmm. run, and all of a sudden, that's a very – even more pedestrian. Buffalo should have won that game last night. End of discussion. And and that's I, no, 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 no. I'm not going to go that far because the defense deserves an ass ton of credit. Absolutely. Okay? Um, but a, a Vanderbilt butt ton of credits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that loss is huge for Buffalo. But that's a big loss of Buffalo to win for the Patriots because Buffalo now seven five lose that ABC East now probably out of reach could be, and then they go to Tampa this week. Yeah. <laughs> Things dude. aren't getting better for Buffalo. Right, that's, that's correct. A- now that now that you were one hundred percent right, and that's a bad combo. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that is a bad combo. Um, Brady and Belichick back to back. Woo! <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I I will agree with you there on on the in the NFC. You know, I think the NFC, is, especially at the top, is is much clearer than the than the AFC. Really quick, my wrestling guys in the room. Did anybody notice the Ric Flair woo being in there with Belichick and Brady? Did anybody catch that? I did. I caught that. I'm proud of you. Okay. I'm, I'm very I'm proud sure of you. I'm sure that everybody that knew that was a Ric Flair woo, there yes. was a purpose to that. Yes, thank you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Good job, buddy. <laughs> Matt's like, why did you do that, fat man? Um, <laughs> so, because I feel like like there's, there's besides just kind of the things we've been talking before we get to the, the, uh, the, the pickums for this week, is let's let's because we've been dancing around EJ's EJ's top ten bottom five. You want to do it now? You want to do it now? So let's just oh, he's got it on the damn ticket. Let's uh, <laughs> let's attack this. So so EJ manipulate <laughs> here a little bit. Uh, uh, so EJ, well, let's start with your bottom five. Well, okay, we'll, we'll start I mean, with the we'll... bottom five. So your bottom five is the Giants, Jets, Jaguars, Lions, Texans. The only team I could say, I could argue say that could be in that bottom five besides these five or probably the Bears. That's it. Oh, coming right out. Um, Jim, Jim's Bears, by the way. Top I'm glad you were smart enough to take Russell Wilson out of it. That was a little cruel. Well, I mean, I mean they bounced back with me and, you know, back in business again. Or you could have just had a bad take. That's possible. <laughs> Anyways, um, um, what? But, no, your bottom five are, are totally correct this week. I'm 100% with you. Okay, so I'm surprised so far. This has been up now for about – 12 hours now. No one's giving me shit about the Colts. Because the Colts right now, technically... I said it on the pre-show. That they Colts, were te- technically, it's a playoff start. They, they're not in. But I'm projecting that they're going to continue winning and going to continue and, and they'll get in playoffs. I have the most confidence. Of all the teams that kerfuffle right now between uh, five and 
12, really. The Colts probably one of the two or three teams that have most confidence in completing the deal. Chief, no one's griping with the Colts because that's not the team you have on there that's completely bleeping wrong. Okay, okay, Charlie. And, okay, I, so, and I assume you're saying the Colts are getting in because they're going to catch the Titans. Yeah. Well, yeah. no. Well, they're going to get the wild card, too. But I think that the odds of getting the Titans now are actually a lot harder to realize. They're only a game behind in yeah. the uh, win loss talk. Right. And, talk. And, the, and the Titans are. The Titans are doing what we thought we, they were going to do. No, yeah, we thought we were. Just saying. Yeah. Precisely but, uh, as I predicted it in the preseason when I wrote the article in September 4, the three-point conversion, that they would actually trend worse a little bit later in the year due to their schedule. Thank you, Jim. And think what and, the weird... Go ahead. Go ahead. And go ahead. I believe I said they finished would finish with 11 wins. Yeah, I think you did say that, actually. So. Yeah. You're on pace, buddy. <laughs> but where's the issue here? Because I, I, I know a lot... I, I put on social media, a lot of people said they... One person said the Pats have been number one, number two. I'm like, slow so up. So on the uh, for 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 the podcast listeners, you have uh, one to ten. You have Cardinals, Packers, Bucks, Patriots, Chiefs, Rams, Ravens, Cowboys, Bills, and Colts. And for those that didn't necessarily catch it, that's EJ Christian having the Chiefs in the top five in the entire NFL. <laughs> Again, kerfuffle. Who do you move the Chiefs? Okay, so your problem is the Chiefs right now, right? Number five. That's my biggest problem, yes. Who should be head of the Chiefs right now on this list? See, I knew he was going to ask that question coming right out the gate. Okay. No, because, because when I ask about other teams that had problems with other teams on the list, they can't answer the fucking question. So one, of my, one of my friends... I did Corey, answer the question on Facebook, by the way. Did. In my comments... You always record, did. Everybody else. Okay. Ravens gone. Who, who, who plays the Ravens? Yeah, and what you do in response is sick but somebody who doesn't know anything about football on me as if he's going to respond well. Good job, Chief. <laughs> um, anyways. I, I was trying to start a pot. Like, Red Velvet. <laughs> Listen, one doesn't stir the pot by pulling their pants down and dropping a turd in it, okay? Anyways. Um... Look. <laughs> God, Jim, what the hell was? Anyways. Um... <laughs> I'm, I'm still laughing. If you did the rankings, if you did the rankings, who, what would you do? Okay, so first of all, the Bengals not in the top ten, you're out of your goddamn mind. Anybody who's in contention for the best division in the AFC and they're no. Okay. Stop they were it. number 10 last week. And they should remember, still be on the top 10. I don't you remember my podcast them. last week. We were doing locks and you said, and I said, locks, the Bengals will lock. You said, yes, I go. And I said, if they beat the Chargers this week, there'll be a lock. Did they beat Chargers this week? They didn't beat the Chargers this That's week because there are close. conditions. No, that is not case close. Go join this college football playoff committee, Chief. We do business correctly here. We consider all factors, okay? And the fact that Joe Burrow with a broken finger still nearly beat them. And a Joe Mixon fumble, I might add. Where's he been? I'm supposed to be worshiping him as an MVP candidate. That ain't happened. I tried to tell you people. Well, I didn't say it publicly, so it doesn't count. But I never felt Joe Mixon was an MVP candidate was even wise, Okay. So, the starting quarterback breaks his finger and still nearly beats you. Like, if his hand is healthy, we all agree the Chargers lose that game, right? Exactly. Now, your best actual argument, EJ, is, well, I want to see how his health goes and see if his hand stays healthy, and then I'll decide next week. But you didn't say that. You gave me some college football playoff BS answer. Listen, go become the AD at Iowa if you want to drop that. I want you to be a better man, sir. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. No, um, but I, I would have the Bengals um, higher. Okay, the Chiefs at the top five is I, I can't. I just can't with you. Okay, so let's let's start let's start one to five. Does anybody object to the Cardinals at number one? 
No. Okay. No. Packers. Packers at number two. It's fine. Okay. Buccaneers at three. Too high. Okay. I'm okay with the Buccaneers at three, but if people had them at, at four or five, I don't think I would necessarily argue it. So, so Kyle, who would you have at number three? I, I would have at number three. I would. I could make a better argument for the Ravens. I'm not going to say the the Bengals. That's stupid. The Rams are in downturn. I wouldn't put them at three, though. I still feel like the Pats are high. I'll give them credit coming off of a big win. They should definitely be three. The Bucks are a kickoff return away from losing to the Colts. If they're not, they need to be at five. Okay. I don't know how you have the the Ravens that high. They are a miracle field goal away from losing to the Lions. You mean, you mean the Ravens high for me or, or Kyle? Kyle. Okay. Um, they're, I mean, also, I mean, they're also a fingertip away from winning the biggest um, rivalry in NFL football. But they also team. lost to the Dolphins. Yeah, okay. and dude, like I, I was looking at the, the Ravens. The Bengals also have a loss to the Jets. You haven't said a word about that when I bring up the Bengals. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't have the Bengals in the top ten. And what's if we're gonna go there? What's what's what 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 are the uh, what are the Bucks doing that's actually that impressive other than underperforming? They're coasting in a garbage ass division and showing me nothing week in and week out. Right. I mean, that's the Tom Brady factor, though. He takes it easy until he doesn't need to anymore. That's adorable. Tom Brady is not the reason this team is winning. So stop citing them. And I'm not saying that this. <laughs> you know, and, and that was that was more for the public. Leave a man alone, buddy. You, Leave man. Alone. I know you're not that guy. Sometimes I have to say that because. You know, it's I can't argue with you know the talking heads at ESPN. Care, careful engage. talking about Tom Brady. EJ gets emotional. Yeah, know, but listen, leave <laughs> Tommy alone, man in the arena. Like my, I have it's a hard the title of a show. <laughs> I'm finding out it has nothing to do with him. I'm promoting. I'm promoting it. I'm promoting it for him. It's my quarterback. I'm promoting him for the show for him. My, my, I, I, you know, like I, I like the Ravens, and and I think if they can write, if they can play they, to they, their like, level, but man, need the Bears too. Like they, you know, they like, haven't looked great well, these last few weeks. When, when you look at their last six games, Still. you know they they lost to the they got their asses kicked by the Bengals. Then they had their bye week. They barely beat the Vikings. They lose to the Dolphins. They struggled to beat the Bears and the Browns, and then they lose to the Steelers. And I understand. That they're a Mark Andrews should have had a catch away from beating the Steelers, and yes, in the best rivalry yes, in the NFL. Yes, it's a rivalry. That rivalry games. Are no, we, we don't. Right? We don't, Kyle. Um, yeah, I mean that's on par with with Miami, Florida State. <laughs> like, <laughs> like no, no, people tune into this rivalry. That's not. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Ultimately, though, really, here's the top ten. Here, if there are teams that shouldn't be in this top ten. Who is missing? To me, there are really only two teams outside of top 10 that's not here that you can consider. Or maybe three. The Chargers, yeah. the no. Bengals, yeah. and I think that's it. Steelers, maybe? No? No. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, st- I'm still putting the Titans above the Colts for now. Right. 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 And guess what? You just corrected yourself better than you made your top 10. <laughs> I, I, would, I would bump the Colts out in favor of the Bengals. Like I think the Bengals are better than the Titans or the Colts. To me, I, I, I do. Colts also have the Patriots and the Cardinals. Their next two, so Correct. yeah, okay. we're gonna we're gonna find out real quick if if the if the Correct. Colts are are gonna hang around in any discussion. 
Yeah, I mean, you you leave the Colts in here because they have they have an opportunity to impress the bejesus out of you. Taking the Colts out is a mistake to me. The Chiefs and the Cowboys in this top ten, you're out of your damn mind. Dallas too high. Dallas is too high. Dallas is not in the top ten. Wow. Who, so take out Dallas. Okay, so you, what you would do is you take out Dallas and you take out who else? You take out the, the Dallas Cowboys. But Chiefs are not top ten either. At all. Oh, oh so, so you tell me the Chargers are going to be ahead of the Chiefs right now in the top 10. I didn't say. Um, uh, yeah, they're trending better. Big win against a team that's competing for the conference champ, or excuse me, the I mean, championship. I don't know how you say trending better when a team is lost, is one, was won five in a row. Granted, not very pretty, but they won five in a row. Oh, not very pretty needs to be held against them if you're going to give me this bullshit about the Ravens then. You can't have it both ways, Christian. Baltimore's been on top ten the entire. There are people. There are people who said they should be in top ten to begin with. They're on my top ten. This is called deflection. I just had to listen to stuff from you and Matt about close wins by Baltimore, but the Chiefs. Oh, it's okay. They have close wins. No, they they have a terrible close win against the awful Giants. Yeah, I'm. I'm not making a case that they they you know you know playing great, but they are eight and four. They're still a half game behind for the, the number one AFC. So again, it's not just it's 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 complicated because this season's been really weird. There's been no separation in the AFC. I think one yeah. of the problems yeah. with you and the Chiefs at five is you've had them ranked too high for multiple weeks oh, in a row. Yeah. I think you're yeah, just but... trying to justify their the Chiefs are back tweet from a couple <laughs> like, weeks ago. You know, you you <laughs> you tried to you tried to justify when you said when they were at ten and you said if they lose, we're gonna drop them out, and then they lost and you had to make a justification to keep them in, and then well, now of- you said the Chiefs are back and they're still struggling to win, and you're still you're you're overcorrecting, EJ. You're overcorrecting. I, mean, I, I don't know if I call twenty two nine against the divisional opponent struggling to win, but I mean they didn't look pretty in the offense. But I, it's just weird because they, the Chiefs now their offense is playing like shit, but the defense is playing great. I don't fucking get it. They they, they are hard That's to understand. Bad. I don't fucking get it. And I mean, and their their defense. I won't deny that their defense has looked great over their five straight wins, but I also look at the teams they've played over their five straight wins. So, you know, it's – and again, you can only play the games as scheduled, and I get that. And this year has been extremely strange. Like, I I would have the Chiefs probably in my top ten. I would not have them in my top five, though. I think that's crazy. Okay, fair enough. enough. Let me add this to that statement of you can only play the games that's scheduled. That's true but you don't punish teams with a harder schedule. You give them a bonus if they succeed. That's how that should happen. And not only that, too, also, the, the number six, seven, eight, and nine on this list right now, all right, well, recently, the Dallas Cowboys turned it around last week, but they've all been trending downward last month. Six, seven, eight, nine, all been trending downward last, last month or so. Rams, okay. maybe, Cowboys, and Bills. I didn't say I love where the Rams are at either, but I don't think the Cowboys but, but, should be but, in but the top someone, 10. This is the thing, though. Someone has to be somewhere. And no one can make sense. Put, like, I give you answers and you spin around. Like I'm definitive if I back with facts, and you're like, "Oh, well, this with the thing." I'm like, "Bro, who's you have both, no, no, you have Baltimore high, which I, I understand, but that's also your, your Super Bowl pick and being biased." I, I come I, off of Baltimore for a minute, okay? What I'm trying to tell you is this: I'm doing my best Iowa uh, athletic director <laughs> slash CFP committee impression, by the way. <laughs> Forget about the Ravens' argument. Take them out of the top ten if you want. I don't give a shit. What I'm trying to Putin doesn't give a shit. What I am trying to say is this: there are three teams that I have that should be there: Titans, Bengals. Actually, you listed them. What were they again? Titans, Bengals, and Chargers, right? Okay. And 
Two of those three need to replace the Chiefs and Cowboys in my mind. And I've made a case for two of them pretty compelling in my ever so humble opinion. I, I couldn't do that. The Cowboys should be there still. Okay. If you insist on being incorrect, it's your top 10. And that God bless it. This country defends that ability for you to do that. That's true. Um, anything. I mean, it's, it's going to continue to get wilder before, before the, the picture becomes clear. And I love it. You picked a horrible week week to run out of popcorn, boss. I'm just I love saying. it. I, 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 you know what, Jim? I hope there's more confusion in week 14 and week 15 and week 16. Well, Kyle, I, I'm fat. I don't know, what, I don't know what you want me to say. This is all fun. I'm praising you, not talking trash on you. Oh, I know, but that's where the, that's why the popcorn's gone. Because gotcha. I'm, okay. Well, because well. I'm fat. Uh, let's look at week 14 mm-hmm. in the National Football League. Last week of buys uh, this week. Colts, Dolphins, Eagles, and Patriots. Um, if your fantasy football league did not uh, adjust to an 18-week season and somehow you start playoffs this week, I, I feel bad for you um, because there's probably some leagues out there that are starting playoffs when they're still bye weeks, and, and that's a crime. But um, four games that I'm looking at in the NFL this week will start Thursday night, uh, 8.20 Eastern time on Fox and the NFL Network, the 6-5-1 Steelers at the 5-7 and seven Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Minnesota is a three-point home favorite. 44-and-a-half uh, is your over-under on this one. Matt, we'll start with you. Um, I'm, I'll am i take the Steelers with the points, uh, and I will take the over. Ooh, all right. Uh, EJ? Give me under this one, and uh, I don't know. Minnesota, devastating loss last week against the uh, – it's Detroit. Um, this could be the end of Mike Zimmer in Minnesota. Ah, this is tough, man. I, I like the under definitely in this game. <sighs> I'll take the home team for now. Ooh, oof. I've, I've run my mouth a lot tonight. I'll be the short one here. Jim, can you guess what the first statistic was that I looked at before I gave my answer to know what my answer is? Uh, that would be whether the game is in prime time or not. Yes, it is. I've got the Steelers, especially with the points, but they will win outright. I also am going to go with the over based on points off of turnovers by way of TJ Watt somehow creating a situation where that defense either scores or allows Ben Roethlisberger to fall his big butt forward and score. Yeah, Andrew. Andrew's a uh, Minnesota fan. Um, at least you have the yep, Braves, but, Andrew. At least uh, you, 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 you got as much as you want to fire him right now, you got to play it out. Because if Minnesota hypothetically wins the rest of the games, Stop. I'm saying hypothetically wins the rest of the games, he would just fire. It's not going to happen. I, I'm just saying, though, you can't just yeah. fire him in, I mean, in part. You certainly can. You and, certainly and side can. Side note, Zimmer is not the problem. Anyways, next question. Um, yeah. But, I, yeah, it's Kirk Cousins at night. Give me give me Pittsburgh easy in this one. Uh, but I'll take wow. I'll take the under. Um, then we go to Sunday, 1 o'clock on Fox, the 8-4 and four Dallas Cowboys. Are a four-point road favorite at the Washington Football Team. Six, uh, the six and six Washington Football Team. Forty-eight and a half uh, is your over/under on this one. Kyle, we'll start with you. You know the Batman analogy is still definitely holding for the Cowboys in that he still has yet to beat a Joker, and still to this day, break getting his back broken in the first week against Bane is still their best game. Nonetheless, I have the Cowboys over the WTF. Um, the Washington team of football. What do you think I meant? Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with the over. I think 
um, uh, Dakota and company kind of turned around a bit, put some points up on this group whose secondary is a big problem. Chase Young is currently still hurt, as I understand it. I have no reason to believe that defense will do anything against this group. And the Cowboys can have a tune-up game and uh, win you some cash. There you go, EJ. Heineke Mania, brother. <laughs> you must be drunk to think that. Jesus Anyways. Right. Wow. Uh, wow. I'll give me the over this game. And you know what? Dallas was my 44 teams I root for, so give me the Cowboys a cover, too. All right, Matt. Um, As much as it would benefit the Eagles for the Cowboys to win this game, I think I made the statement that I would never pick them to win, so I have to hold true to that because I don't go against my word on – Huddle up podcast, maybe on three count, but not here. <laughs> so, we're nobility to this production, sir. <laughs> I will take the WFT and I will take the over. Show buck yourself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am obviously taking my Cowboys. Um, Oh really? Are you? Amari Amari Cooper's dumbass uh, is back, and hopefully uh, his COVID lung is is healed up. Um, I think CD Lamb uh, is back and healthy. I think Mike McCarthy will be back on the sidelines this week. I've lost track Never. of I've lost track of how many people are still out with COVID in the Cowboys organization. But um, yeah, I'm taking my Cowboys plus because I, I have to, um, and I think they do win this game. That they are beginning to get healthy. Um, you, you, you know you don't have to, right? You choose to do that. I picked the Dolphins to cover last week as a against the Giants. EJ, and, unlike you, I don't have forty-seven teams in a thirty-two team <laughs> league, my oh, friend. Vanderbilt, <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's it's easier for me to pick my team. <laughs> like hey, Jim, Jim, do you know who? Uh, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> exactly. Jim, do you know who Danny Elfman is? Uh, of course, I I should yes. But. Okay, well he's he's a musical composer that did the Simpsons theme, and I can't think of a better opportunity to refer to ourselves as such because I don't know another show that has a big white guy who's a homer as much as the Simpsons does. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. That's still trying to process. Did you really do that? <laughs> that was a long way to get there. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> and he uses Nelson touchdown. <laughs> Um, but Dallas and for my, hopefully for my fantasy season still clinging to life, I'll take the over because I need points. Um, then we go to Sunday, 425 on CBS. It is the six and six 49ers at the seven and five Cincinnati Bengals who are a one point home favorite 47 and a half, uh, is your over under on this one. Uh, Matt, we'll start with you. Um, it's in Cincinnati. It is yeah. in Cincinnati. Okay, then I will take the Bengals, but I will take the under on this one. Okay, EJ. I myself like the under as well, and I'll take the Bengals to bounce back. All right, change my picks. <laughs> <laughs> well, here I'll make you feel better. That is a disgusting act. I'll you make don't. you feel better or worse. I too agree with the under, um, and uh, showing that I'm not going to need Danny Elfman. I have the Bengals actually winning this game. Um so there you go. Yeah, I, I think it's a I think it's a it's a bounce back spot. Um 49ers are, are a team that that had a bad loss I thought this past weekend. Um and if it was in if it was in uh Santa Clara I would maybe lean the Niners a little bit more, but I, I think the Bengals um 
at home. I, I think they'll be able to uh, to pick up the win. I will also uh, go with the under on this one. And then finally, Monday night, uh, 8-15 on ESPN. We have the 8-4 and four Los Angeles Rams at the 10-2 and two Arizona Cardinals, who are a three-point home favorite. Uh, 52 is your over-under. Kyle, we'll start with you. So... The, I find it interesting that the Cardinals are at home, but they're they're no, they're up three. So they're saying this is an even match. This is ridiculous. Yeah, that that Cardinals. number. You know, there's some weeks where I go, you know, this number feels right. This number, do, like this injury, number does not feel right. Is it possible that maybe you know they did play this week and maybe there's still possibly they may, may play Colin Murray and play. I don't know. It is weird. No, I don't think there was anything coming out of. This weekend, that would suggest that that Murray, Tyler Murray looked great. Yeah, that Murray or Hopkins would not be healthy this week. I'm trying to find narrative. That's all. Yeah, and 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 let's pretend they didn't have Kyler Murray. Anybody worried about Colt McCoy with what he did in his absence? Holy shite, folks. Okay. Um, all of the above being said, I can't I can't possess myself to put the Rams in a winning piece here. That doesn't mean they won't. I'm not here to say it's not a close game at all, but I certainly don't understand that number. So I'm going to. That the math here, at the very least, I do think the Cardinals win the game, but hey, I've been wrong before. It happens. Mm-hmm. I was right about the Cardinals being good this year, but no one wants to talk about that. Um, <laughs> I, I'm in the playoffs, too. I told you that. Uh, yeah, no. It, hey, you copied my paper. I, mean, I know. We keep doing that over and over again. Yeah, I know. I get that. Um, I mean, you keep bringing does... it up. He's got to keep hammering it down. You know what I mean? <laughs> hammering it down, you mean? Oh, right, Jesus. Exactly. What the... Why do you <laughs> have a hammer? It's my wife's fault. She was taking a picture and left it in here. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I mean, it worked out, but. I, you asked, so I, I, I put you behind the scenes. But um, I got over here. I, I think uh, with um, Kyler Murray doing his thing with that receiver core, and Cooper Cup still isn't hurt yet somehow, so that's awesome. So there's going to be some points there, too. Um, I definitely have the over in this game. All right, EJ. Um, I'm taking the over in this game, first off. But I'm gonna shock you guys. I'm, t- I'm taking the Rams here to win. I, I need to. See, I no no. I need to see a, a Arizona win on prime time. That uh, 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 isolated win. You mean Maybe. another? Well, they lost to Green Bay on Thursday Night Football. And I mean that you know. Come on now. I I need to see uh, until I see Arizona win a a marquee game like on with the bright lights and stuff. Yeah, I'm still I'm still a little. I'm taking I'm taking desperate Rams here. Desperation here wins. Wasn't the first Rams Cardinals game in prime no, time? Fox. Okay. Fox on Fox at four o'clock. East I mean, Coast. Close enough to prime time. No, Rams won that one. I'm not gonna go there, Jim. Lost that one handily. No, no, the Rams. No, the Rams lost that one. Yeah, handily. Right. But that, that wasn't, wasn't prime, prime time. time. No, that was oh. a game. That's a four o'clock. You know, uh, red zone state slate. All right. Well, how many how many prime time games is Stafford won. Uh, he did he beat no Seattle doesn't count. Seattle sucks this year. Um, <laughs> thank you. I mean, Tampa was not, was not a prime time game. It was a big game, but it wasn't a prime time game. Maybe Tampa, but that was, you know. and, yeah. And it's a small sample size because he didn't get many any prime time games in Detroit. So, right, of course. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, I'm just, just saying yeah. consistency, consistency. Let's do for a loss here. I think I was a do for one of the loss here. That's all. Okay. Fair enough. You could be wrong. It happens a lot. Matt. Oh, no. Wow. Dick. Um, I will take the over, and I will take the Rams to lose, but stay within the spread. All right. Oh, um, real close one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nip and tuck, huh? 
Agreed. I am going to go. I'm going to go Arizona. I'm going to go Arizona plus. Um, I, I will bet against EJ. I'll go out on a limb. Of course, um, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think Arizona. Arizona. Now that that guys are getting healthy, uh, the the Rams. There's there's still something. I, I don't know what exactly it is. The, the, there's something not clicking uh, with that. Hey, team. hey, hey! They beat the Jaguars. Stop it. <laughs> Great. Hey, 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 hey! What's that? They beat the Bills early in the year too. So. Great. Um, <laughs> somehow still had a great game. It's weird. But uh, and, I, and I think Stafford's banged up a little bit. So so I, I just I think it's an uphill he climb. Typically is, isn't he? Yeah, by this time of the year, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think just it's an uphill climb, especially going on the road. So so give me Arizona plus, and I will uh, I will take the over in uh, in this one. So that's a good bet though. The, the, the best bet here is the over though. I w- I wouldn't bet this game on the spread, but. The over, I definitely would put. Yeah, yeah, I think you know both offenses. That's your pick score. of the week. I won't go that far. Okay, yeah. I'll go that far. <laughs> and oh, obviously, you know, what is your pick of the week? Let me go through my list real quick. Hold on. Okay. I'll, never I'll, mind. I'll, I'll, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, Cincy. Cincy, Ashley, my pick of the week. All right. Okay. Okay. I can I can take that I can take that. Well, I go I go to Jinx I go to Jinx the Cowboys and say the Cowboys pick of the weekend and they lose. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, here we go. It'll be the one time EJ's right. Wouldn't that be a horrible thing? It'll be the one time you <laughs> act like a Giants fan. Anyways, <laughs> does anybody have anything else before we close this thing up? No, yeah. bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can, can we please like stop with the. Uh... Brady didn't need Belichick BS narrative now. Can we yeah. do that? Okay. Can we stop with this trash where Brady's the reason that the Bucks are, are succeeding? Oh, sure. He helps because he's better than, uh, what, Jameis Winston, right? I, I think we agree to that. Well, I mean, but that's hard to do. You know. <laughs> Setting the bar, the bar really Setting high. Real high. <laughs> I'll tell you what is hard to do is take over the world with a limited receiver core and a rookie quarterback. That's pretty hard to do. It's pretty hard to win a game with a quarterback that throws three passes and completes two of them. Pretty hard stuff, folks. It's funny. Like my my whole final thought here is is kind of in concert with what what Kyle's saying here. You know, doubt Saban and Belichick at Joan Peril. That's the theme of this week's uh, football's awesome podcast. So we, we'll, we'll drop in a couple hours. You know, doubt Joan Peril. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I I never doubted. Bill Belichick and I'm not it's not even that I doubted Nick Saban I was doubting an Alabama team that gave me reason to question them multiple multiple times this year what's that remember I said about this guy they're still not the best they're not even close to the best Alabama team hey what's that what's that Lucifer gift that I keep dropping for you I tried to tell you but you wouldn't listen that's good English there, buddy. Um, <laughs> all right, let's let's close this thing out. Matt, we'll start with you. Let the people know where they can follow you and everything that you do. Yep, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at 3CT Affiliate. Uh, right now, I'm not really tweeting much except about holiday films, but I'm sure the Sixers and Flyers will get my ire soon. If they haven't already, I just haven't been watching as much in the month of December. Thankfully for the Flyers case. You say you haven't uh, missed much with the Flyers, I don't think. Uh, and you can catch me on Thursdays talking wrestling um, 
all things from AEW, much to Jim's chagrin, up to WWE. Not that there's a tier. They're on the same <laughs> level, everyone. Sorry, Jim. Um, that's on I Thursdays you, at Recount Thursday. Uh, so give that a listen to as well. Um, go Irish. Fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Fuck the Oklahoma State Cowboys. I, I 100% agree. Wow. Hey, 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 why are we coming down on the world's best mullet? Dude, come on. Seriously, come dude. Come on for me. Me. <laughs> oh, okay, because he asked for it. <laughs> EJ, go ahead. Uh, Earth Speaker Podcast on all podcast captures. We just actually dropped a um, our NBA 25 best players last 25 years. Um, episode with my buddies Chris and Zach. Um, we just dropped that, and uh, it's a pretty controversial take on a lot of those parts of the show. Um, uh, take the rest of the podcast as well, too. Every Thursday, every Friday, actually, we drop that. We want to talk wrestling, of course. Um, and I'm on Twitter, each person seven. And Matt, your fridge is awesome. Thanks. Yeah. And Matt, your fridge is awesome. Oh, did you see his fridge do on Instagram? Oh, my God. It's amazing. Uh, I, I apparently have not been on Insta. Oh, I, I think I'm following you, Matt. I just haven't checked it lately. You'll have to excuse me. I'll get enough close. I'll, I'll, I'll get a closer look at that and the contents inside this weekend. Uh, the fridge. For, just, just so we're clear. Uh, Kyle, Can go we get the oh, oh my. my. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. If you can breathe. Well, you know it's a rough time when when they're calling for the oh my way. Holy snap. Of course, I'm Kyle S. student of the game. You can find me on on Instagram, apparently not often enough, at the SOTG. Find me on Facebook as a student of the game. Hey, earlier, Matt mentioned Christmas movies. Listen, coming up here on Hilarity by default, we got a Christmas movie we're going to talk about pretty soon. Eyes Wide Shut. Boom. There you go. Hey, if I hear this bullshit about Die Hard being a Christmas movie, I got something for that ass. Anyways, um... So, you can also find my work covering the UCF Knights with the black and gold banneret. You can see my work as well covering the Jacksonville Jaguars and other upcoming college bowl games with the threepointconversion.com. That's the number three. Uh, of course, I mentioned earlier hilarity by default, the, the uh, required viewing podcast with my friend Demosthenes. Demosthenes. Just for you, EJ. I love you, guys. Thank you, buddy. Um, and, of course, my work with... Sports, or excuse me, the A7BN Sports Old School101.com. My friend Captain Chris Hill on the Captain and Company Morning Show. An honor, joy, and privilege, gentlemen. But until next time, class dismissed. All right, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Make sure you're following along with the show at Huddle Up Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. You can also follow the show on Instagram at Huddle Up Pod. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcast, all other podcast catchers. Subscribe on YouTube as well. Get your merchandise over at whatamaneuver.net. Our home network, of course, NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com. And our secondary home is the Leap Sports and Music Network, L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. Until next week, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the win.